Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about some matters of life and death. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less, Each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we are talking about the life or death fight that each and every one of us are in. And that's what our faith is. It's a fight for our lives. I know from personal experience, it's not always easy to view our worship that way. It becomes a routine that we fall into or sometimes unfortunately fall out of, but it starts to slip to the back of our mind, still there, but just another part of our lives. But Paul begged Timothy not to slip into that kind of complacency. And his warning stands for us today. Paul writes, Timothy, my son, I give you this instruction in keeping with the prophecies once made about you, so that by following them, you may fight the good fight, holding on to faith, and a good conscience, 1 Timothy 1, 18 and 19. And later in this letter, Paul repeats himself, fight the good fight of the faith, 1 Timothy 6, 12. And in his last letter to Timothy, Paul writes, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith in 2 Timothy 4, 6. And those aren't empty words. This wasn't a loose analogy for Timothy. He was in a fight for his life. And unlike in the Colosseums where Christians would be forced to fight brutally for their physical lives at the time, this fight was actually even more critical. If Timothy lost the good fight of faith, the consequences were far worse than physical death. When Paul was writing to Timothy, he was essentially telling him, your faith and your work matters. If he didn't do his job, people were going to go to hell. And so Timothy, he needed to pick up his sword, the word of God, as Paul told the Ephesians, and fight for his life and the lives of those people he was ministering to. That's what we see when Paul continues to tell Timothy, some have rejected these and so have shipwrecked their faith. In 1 Timothy 1.19, people had shipwrecked their faith because they decided their faith wasn't a matter of life and death to them. They were casual about this fight, and so they destroyed their faith. Now, the question is, how would you and I know that we've fallen into this trap of complacency? How would we know whether we'd begun to view our faith as a casual habit or maybe uh, an occasional obligation rather than a fight for our lives? It's possible, you know. We have an enemy. Paul says in verse 20 that he uh, delivered Hymenaeus and Alexander over to that enemy. And our enemy's objective is to destroy us. He will do whatever he has to do to bring us to our knees. And so everything we do is critical. It's vital to our survival. And when we forget that Satan is working all the time to destroy us, we start to get complacent. Meeting with the church becomes a a social event once a week rather than a rallying cry before we go back into war. Here in his letter to Timothy, Paul tells him he can't do that. His job was the same job that each and every one of us has. Don't accept complacency from yourself or anyone else. Paul wrote, here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the worst in 1 Timothy 1.15. We have all sinned 
We've all fallen short of the glory of God, according to Romans. Our fight is one of humility, recognizing we aren't going to be able to do this on our own, but it's also one of righteous fear. In this war we're in, we must confront immorality because we know just how dangerous it is. Jesus, he had to die on a cross to save us from it. You notice what Paul says, some have rejected these and so have shipwrecked their faith. Among them are Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I handed over to Satan to be taught not to blaspheme in 1 Timothy 1, 19 and 20. Paul, he let these people walk out the door because he wanted to teach them not to blaspheme. He refused to accept complacency. In his instructions, Paul is, is telling us, if you love people, you will confront them when they do wrong. A loving Christian doesn't want someone else to go to hell, and so they will fight the good fight and do what's necessary to win them. Paul writes to the Galatian church, brothers, if someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently, but watch yourself for you yourself may be tempted in Galatians 6.1. God he wants to us to prepare each other for this fight because this is a life or death issue. And there's only one tool strong enough for the task ahead. Hebrews 4.12 says, The word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The Bible is the weapon we take into this fight. It is our source of truth, of love, uh, and of humility. The Bible is the gospel. It's the good news, but it's more than that too. God, he can't give us good news of his mercy and of his grace and of his love and of his son if we never hear the bad news. Paul wrote to the Corinthians, do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor male prostitutes, nor homosexual offenders, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanders, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God in 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 10. That is bad news. There's no way around it. There are some who will never inherit God's kingdom. But in the next verse, Paul preaches the gospel. And that is what some of you were, he wrote, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the spirit of our God in 1 Corinthians 6, 11. If we root ourselves in God's word, if we realize that God saved us to avoid sin, then the good news is that he will free us from that sin. But we'll never appreciate that truth until we understand what the stakes are. I was a sinner. And I would never be able to inherit the kingdom of God. But in the name of Jesus Christ, I could be washed. I could be equipped to go to war against sin. Christ put the whole armor of God on me and the sword of his word so I could go outside and fight a war for eternity, a war with life or death consequences. The good fight that Paul told Timothy to wage wasn't something casual. It wasn't just a motivational pep talk. It was a call to arms. It was meant to rip Timothy and us Christians today away from complacency. Paul was saying to Timothy the same thing we need to hear today. We are in a battle for our lives and for the lives of those around us. That is what it's at, is at stake. The souls of you and your friends and your family and our neighbors, that's what we're waging war for. And by the end of his life, Paul was able to write, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course 
I have kept the faith. And I pray that we will be as successful as Paul and that together we can live our faith the way he described, a life or death fight. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and studying God's word with you next time. Thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word, and I'm so glad you did it with us today. If you think that it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app, whether that's Spotify or YouTube. It helps us reach more and more people with the message of Jesus every day. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.